Talk Radio. In 1987, Tallahassee, Florida police responded to an anonymous phone tip about six malnourished children covered in bug bites and scratches being accompanied by two well-dressed men in a public park. The two men were arrested for child abuse and suspicion of trafficking children across state lines. And so the U.S. Customs Service, the Washington Metropolitan Police Department, and the FBI all got involved. The two men arrested had multiple fake IDs and were found to be members of a group known as the Finders. The Finders owned multiple properties in the D.C. area. The investigation of these properties reportedly found evidence of child pornography and photographs of three children and three white-robed men dismembering two goats. The children described a harsh learning environment where a man known as the Game Caller was in charge of everyone and could talk to the adults with a computer in the van. One of the games they played was responding to local newspaper advertisements for babysitters, tutors, and anything else that could get them into a family's home where they would then gather as much information as possible about the family's habits, identity, and occupation. The finders were labeled a satanic cult, and the media sensationalized it for a full week until the investigation was called off. It was reported that the mothers of the children were members of the finders, and that the two men had the full consent of the parents to be transporting them. The media narrative then blamed their own sensationalism, claiming that the whole thing was blown out of proportion and that the Finders were just a harmless 1960s style hippie community. Years later, the reports of U.S. Customs Special Agent Ramon J. Martinez began bringing attention back to the matter. Martinez claimed that evidence included the intent to traffic children, the ordering of children from Hong Kong through the Chinese embassy, the instructions on the impregnation of female members of the Finders, and a library of books on the subjects of mind control and terrorist warfare strategy. Martinez claimed that every attempt to review evidence was blocked and was finally told by a member of the Metropolitan Police Department that the Finders had come under the protection of the CIA, who claimed jurisdiction by deeming it an internal matter and had the entire case labeled secret. The leader of the Finders, Marion Petty, bragged about infiltrating the CIA. His wife, Isabel, worked for the CIA, and their son worked for the CIA-run Air America. Finder members' passports revealed travel visas to places such as North Korea, North Vietnam, and Russia, all approved by the U.S. State Department. This resurfaced evidence inspired outrage, and an investigation was launched. The Department of Justice began investigating allegations that the CIA had used a front company run by a commune to train agency employees. Their investigation resulted in a verdict of no evidence of CIA interference and no evidence of criminal activity with the finders. During this same time period was the McMartin preschool scandal, wherein hundreds of parents reported that their children had suffered satanic sexual abuse at a preschool in Manhattan Beach, California, 
And for some reason, evidence seized from the finders included a map of this same preschool. It seems to be the norm. Kindercare, the biggest preschool chain in America, was owned by Henry Kravis, who was a close associate of former CIA director George Bush. Kindercare has been accused by several parents for child abuse and satanic ritual abuse. Former Clinton Foundation official Joel Getz operated a huge chain of kindergartens in China where several parents complained that their children were molested. Just as the CIA and their partner groups manage the media, Hollywood, and the worldwide drug trade, they also manage the human slave trade. And as bad as the symptoms are, we need to be focused on the disease if we ever want to end this. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Find and share that video as always at Band.Video, Human Trafficking, Mind Control, and the CIA. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. It's Tuesday, July 25th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three. All right, two, good morning, one, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. It's on band.video and infowars.com. Maybe you're listening to us on the radio. However you're finding us, congratulations on getting around the censors. Finding us here in the heart of darkness, behind enemy lines, deep in enemy territory. We're surrounded. We have them right where we want them. I got to be honest, not a lot to talk about. <laughs> it's like It's like we're... We're going in in bi-weekly cycles. We have one week where it's just massive, unrelenting news, and then another week where I swear I got on Twitter yesterday after the show, the first 10 tweets I saw, no exaggeration, were about the Barbie movie. People from different ends of the political spectrum, different levels of, of influence, just... 10 tweets in a row, every single one about Barbie. So I thought it was like a joke or something. I was like, am I in some, some sort of weird list I've stumbled into? What is this? No, it was just, it's just the only thing anybody's talking about. Who cares? Who cares? It's the Barbie movie. Bizarre. Just truly bizarre. So I was talking about the Barbie movie and then, uh, and the big story broke yesterday. Uh, some dude drowned. Some dude drowned in Cape Cod. So, so that became the talk of the town, the talk of everyone. It's just sort of, sort of annoying because we get like last week where it's just like whistleblower about the Biden family, whistleblower from the IRS, whistleblower from the FBI, the DOJ, the cover up, the revelation of the ten twenty three document showing the. $10 million transfer from the oil company that Hunter Biden worked for. It's like massive corruption. The following week, it shouldn't be a slow news week. The following week should be, and now all of this evidence is being used in a case against the people who have been revealed to be blatant criminals and are currently occupying the highest office, in the executive branch of the government. 
Where is the follow-up? Where is the usage of this evidence? It's just frustrating, honestly. So we'll get into it. There's news about Ukraine. There's news about, well, there's news out of Israel. Israel is in conflagration right now. Just chaos there. So we have some videos to show you from the massive protests going on in Israel. We can talk about that a little bit. But we'll get into all of uh, the major topics. We'll also be joined in the third hour by Simi Bird, running for governor of the state of Washington. Very excited to talk in the third hour. And then, of course, we'll be taking your phone calls throughout the show as well. And we do have a lot of videos to show you. So let's just get into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 25th of July, 2023. From Infowars.com by Steve Watson, report Obama's chef drowns near their Martha Vineyard home. Conservatives are questioning if he knew too much, but appears like he didn't know how to swim. (laughs) It's kind of brutal. From Chicago Sun-Times, Obama's personal chef drowns near their Martha's Vineyard home. The body of the former White House sous chef who worked for ex-president Barack Obama and first lady Michelle was recovered Monday in the waters near their Martha Vineyard estate. Massachusetts police said Tafari Campbell 45 was known as one of the chefs who brewed a white house, honey ale beer while Obama was in office using honey from Michelle Obama's famous South lawn garden. He went to work for the first couple when they left the white house. The search started at 7.46 p.m. on Sunday when Martha's Vineyard police and fire agencies responded to a call for, quote, a male paddleboarder who had gone into the water, appeared to briefly struggle to stay on the surface, and then submerged and did not resurface. Another paddleboarder was on the pond with him at the time and observed him go under. Campbell made a post on Instagram in 2017 while in Aruba with the hashtag, hashtag still can't swim. But then there's other footage of him being a quite capable swimmer. So we're sort of confused by this. Even one of the responses to this Instagram post where he says, hashtag still can't swim. Is somebody else saying, uh, but you can swim though, actually. But I know you and you can swim. So why did you put hashtag can't swim? Just bizarre. It is a strange story and we'll get into some of the bizarreness of this. And the fact that it appears as though being a White House chef is one of the most dangerous jobs you can have in America, bizarrely, if you work for Democrats, that is. Did he see too much? Or did he, or can he just not swim? I don't know. I guess we'll have to figure it out. A tragic paddleboarding accident. Yeah, did he figure out the truth about Michelle? It's a, it's a great it's a great speculation. We don't know. We'll get into it. Again, there is some strangeness. Apparently the Obamas were not present at the time of the residence or not present at the residence at the time of the accident. Uh, meanwhile, moving on here, man 71 charged with setting massive Yosemite Park fire initially blamed on climate change. This is actually a series of stories that we'll cover in today's show because there are currently wildfires ravaging Greece and the 
uh, I think it's an island, the island of Rhodes. That also being blamed on climate change. There's also the massive fire in New Mexico last year, also blamed on climate change. All three of these are now basically proven to be arson. Of course, we covered it at the time, the New Mexico fire, uh, that it was a controlled burn that got out of control. So we'll, we'll get into all this, but of course, the I mean, every natural occurrence now is being blamed on climate change, whether that makes any sense or not. They have to use whatever crisis is available to act like it all comes from CO2, it's, it's the ozone layer, greenhouse gases, whatever unscientific nonsense they're pushing these days. But then you look into it, and it turns out that the vast majority of wildfires, brush fires, forest fires uh, are arson, are started on purpose. In this case, it was a 71-year-old man arrested for allegedly starting a devastating massive forest fire in Yosemite National Park that was previously thought to have been caused by climate change. Again, we'll get into that a little bit later. Suffice to say, climate change doesn't exist. Hunter Biden put then-VP dad Joe on the phone with business associates at least two dozen times, ex-partner Devin Archer to testify. Hunter Biden would dial in his father, then-Vice President Joe Biden, on speakerphone into meetings with his overseas business partners, according to testimony expected before Congress this week from Devin Archer, the uh, first son's former best friend. Oh, good. Oh, more witnesses, more hearings. That's exactly what we need. No, this will be the one. This will be the one. This time, the finger wagging will set everything right. We're going to hear more evidence. <laughs> more evidence. Great. <laughs> no, it's wonderful. We'd like to see that evidence put into action. We'd like to see some sort of criminal charges move forward or impeachment proceedings begin. But in the meantime, let's just let another witness come and say another set of facts about what's going on again it's gonna be 2030 and we're gonna be sitting here going another hunter business partner coming forward to explain how all of this happened it's like we know like when is enough when do we have enough evidence to move on the evidence it's totally crazy but cover up so what do you expect this story from the epoch times Security footage undermines key claims in police report in death of Roseanne Boyland on January 6th. We'll show you that video and talk about what it proves later. We'll finish up the Daily Dispatch on the other side. Don't go anywhere, folks. It's the American Journal, Infowars.com. With all the craziness in the world, the collapsing borders, the war with Russia, the insanity, the, the, the currency devaluations, the economy going crazy... You are crazy, in my view, if you don't get high-quality, storable food and water filtration and self-defense. Now, we're not selling guns and ammo. That's for you to go out and get for yourself and learn how to use if you haven't. And I'm preaching the choir on that. But a lot of people got plenty of guns, but they don't have enough storable food or water filtration. This is something you need now. And we've got it in the food department and in the high-quality water filtration department. The highest quality food, the best water filtration at the lowest prices you're going to find and still get quality. Infowarsstore.com is running a special right now for 10% off on all storable food and on water and air filtration. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot beat this deal. Our prices are already the lowest. At 10% off, it's an insane deal for a limited time. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get prepared while you still can. InfoWarsStore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee, another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds, give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep, and it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. I may have spoken too soon. There actually is a lot to talk about. There actually is a lot to talk about today. I'm used to there being so much to talk about that it's impossible to even wrap your head around, but more and more videos to show you. We'll get into all of it. Let's finish up with our daily dispatch here. We're on story number four. This is Epoch Times. Security footage undermines key claims in police report in deaths of Roseanne Boyland on January 6th. Video also reveals rescuers spent more than 60 minutes trying to revive her lifeless body. After CPR and other life-saving efforts inside a basement entrance to the U.S. Capitol failed, January 6th protester Roseanne M. Boyland was move, moved up one level to the crypt, where D.C. Fire and EMS Department paramedics continued resuscitation efforts for another 40 minutes. New security vo- uh, video shows. Previously unreleased, Capitol Police closed-circuit television footage obtained by the Epoch Times adds crucial new details to the tragic story of Miss Boyland, 34, of Kennesaw, Georgia, who died after collapsing outside the Lower West Terrace Tunnel on January 6, 2021. The security video deflates claims made in the initial Capitol Police report that Miss Boyland simply collapsed in the Capitol Rotunda at 5 p.m. on January 6, and that officers who observed her wandering around the rotunda immediately began cardiopulmonary resuscitation. Nothing that the Metropolitan Police Department relayed to Ms. Boylan's family from the January 7th report turned out to be true, except that she was dead. As the security video conclusively shows, Ms. Boylan did not collapse in the rotunda, and paramedics did not find her there, receiving CPR from two unnamed Capitol Police officers. Ms. Boylan's mother, Cheryl Boyland, thought something seemed off about the report, from the time she first read it at 4.23 a.m. on January 7th, 2021, saying, quote, I was shocked and angry that the police would lie about Roseanne's death on their report to other police officers, Miss Boyland wrote the Epoch Times in an email. The new video only deepens the stark contrast between the indifference shown to a pulseless Miss Boyland by police outside the tunnel and the unflinching trauma care she received from medics, police officers, and paramedics when she was brought inside the Capitol. Again, we'll, we'll get into this a little bit later. But they say it does nothing, however, to explain why MPD officer Leela Morris beat the unconscious Miss Boylan with a walking stick while she lay prone and defenseless on the sidewalk. 
Just another reminder that the only people to have died on January 6th were the protesters who were either shot at point blank range or literally beaten to death by the police. Situation that in any other circumstance would just heap massive sympathy on the protesters. But in this case, you get, I mean, anytime you post anything about this on social media, you just get wave after wave of people saying that those people who were brutally killed by police, despite being unarmed and not out to commit violence, they get called domestic terrorists and mocked and told that they deserve it. Just horrific. But again, we'll get into that a little bit later. Finally, we have this story. Just another story about the Bidens. Biden dog, Biden's dog commander sent Secret Service officer to the hospital and bit six others after replacing the first, po- first pooch major. President uh, Biden's nearly two-year-old German Shepherd commander bit seven people in a four-month period after former first dog major was ousted from the White House over similar aggressive behavior, according to internal Secret Service communications reviewed by The Post. The shocking spate of incidents involving commander, none of them previously known, mirror attacks involving major, who the White House says was given to family friends after biting many Secret Service members in 2021. Records show that Commander broke the skin of a different Secret Service member's hand and arms week after, uh, weeks after the president unleashed him outside the White House following a family movie night. In the following month, Com- Commander bit uh, the back of a security technician at Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home. You know, it's just, it, it doesn't mean that much. I don't know, maybe, maybe not. I mean, if it was one dog, That'd be one thing, right? They get a, a dog that's just, just a bad dog, just a bad boy, and uh, bites people. Then they get rid of that dog and get another dog who also bites everyone. And it's like, maybe it's not the dogs after all. Maybe it's the owners. Maybe the Bidens are just bad at, at caring for things. I mean, it's, it's a trend, isn't it? Joe Biden molests his daughter in the shower and his son turns out to be a whoremongering drug addict embarrassment and a criminal, by the way. And then they get dogs and the dogs bite everybody and send people to the hospital. She's like, is it that hard? Is it really that hard to just, I mean, you're the president of the United States, can't get a dog trainer in there. Can't get the dog whisperer to come in and do a little training session. What's more dangerous, being Obama's chef or being Biden's dog handler? It's a very good question. Or being like a a beloved member of Biden's family. It's just... It's just crazy, man. It is really legitimately insane that Joe Biden is our president. When you look at this guy's history, and you can go back to like when Johnny Carson was hosting The Tonight Show and talking about what a giant liar Biden is, how Biden gets caught plagiarizing things, gets caught lying about his experiences or his qualifications. All the way back in like the 70s or 80s, 
when he was already a career politician. Like, I, I, I legitimately don't understand it, how this dude just has decade upon decade of corruption allegations being exposed as a just absolute liar. Every time he's even remotely opposed by anybody, he just lashes out viciously against them, insulting them, mocking them, belittling them. Then, like, you know, becomes vice president, is just selling out America for millions of dollars, starting wars in the Ukraine. And, like, nobody will say a bad word about him. Nobody will say the slightest thing. Like, it's a weird position to be in because if you're a fan of history, you read about Soviet Union or, or whatever. Yeah, watch Johnny Carson ridicule corrupt Joe Biden 35 years ago. Literally, decade upon decade, nothing redeeming, nothing like, oh, but, you know, at the same time, yeah, you know, he's one of these guys, you know, he's like a, I don't know, a, a Stanley Kubrick or something where it's like, well, he's might be a little bit uh, rough around the edges, you know, he might be a little bit mean sometimes to his actors, but man's genius and he comes out with with pieces of you know, works of art that elevate the human spirit and and you know change pop culture forever it's like gotta take the bad with the good joe biden's just bad like there's nothing good that's come from him even the the major you know legislative victories he's had have been like the patriot act and the 1990s crime bill to probably the most the least popular pieces of legislation ever to come out of the congress so like what is the deal with this guy again you can look back at like soviet history and you're like man this guy was terrible but he was like you know the the supreme leader nobody could oust him joe biden's just a dude he's just a just a very bad dude when I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of beet pollen, a gigantic dose of highest-quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now. 40% off at InfoWorkTour.com and it funds their operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints and your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWorkTour.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products that empower your life, plus they fund their operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsStore.com, 40% off, about to sell out. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Welcome You're back, watching folks. The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back. Hard to even know where to begin with all the lies. I'm trying to figure out, trying to figure out what it is 
about Biden. Let him get away with all this stuff. It's it is totally crazy. It's truly bizarre. I, I just put it in another video. I'm sorry, I'm dropping in videos to the crew last second. But I just put one in of, um, I mean, it's a classic. Everybody has probably seen it by now. It's back in the 2020 election run-up. You know, back when Joe Biden was, like, doing a debate and his eye exploded. Remember when that happened? Yeah, this is a dude who's had who's had brain aneurysms, who's had just a, a lifetime of accusations of being a liar and a fraud and a cheat. He's just morally bankrupt, incestuous criminal. I, it, it really is like mind blowing. Again, there's a lot of other people out there. Well, I don't know. I was going to say that are worse than Biden, but I don't. I don't actually know if that's true. He really is the worst. It's. It's it's like it's it's hard to even fathom how how we got to this point where not only this dude has made a career of just selling out the American people, his greatest accomplishments during his decades in Washington have been things like the Patriot Act and the the 90s crime bill both of which are despised now by most, most Americans. He gets elevated to the vice presidency where he is the point man on Ukraine, where Ukraine is experiences a coup brought about by external forces, that is Victoria Newland and others of the cabal, going in and actually carrying out a massacre in order to remove the Russian-friendly president, replace him with a president more amenable to the Western coalition. And he makes tens of millions of dollars by withholding a billion dollars of aid from Ukrainians. Like, we have the audio of it. We have the statements of the people involved. We have the FBI reports from their confidential human sources. Then we've seen the cover-up of the FBI trying not to let that out. Now it's been out. And that's all just on the political side. Then on the personal side, his daughter has a journal where she says she was scared to take a shower because Joe Biden would join her. Like if Joe Biden was awake, he hears the shower running. Go join her in the shower. I mean, it's just creepy beyond belief. And his son is like sleeping with his brother's widow he has a grandchild that he refuses to even acknowledge exists like how much more do you should we keep going i mean it's just like this dude what the hell if trump had just one of these things on his record it would be endlessly you know beaten over his head but with the Bidens, like they can't even they can't even own a dog without the dog suffering some mental breakdown and biting everyone around them. It's like these things should are warning signs. These are red flags people should read. And then of course, the evidence of his administration is enough. Just inflation skyrocketing, gas prices skyrocketing, people's savings just being gutted 
as he moves us towards the globalist control system. I mean, it's, it's just baffling to me. It really is. Like, let's go to clip 13 here. This is a voter. I'm, I'm sure you've seen this video back in 2020 when it happened, but it's worth revisiting because now we have all of the proof of what this guy was claiming. Now, you'll see Joe Biden get furious here, as he does anytime anybody remotely questions his massive list, his endless backlog of corruption. He flips out, of course, and, and gets very angry and insulting and condescending and and just all the things you expect from a Democrat politician. But the funny thing is that, like, what this guy is alleging is absolutely true, even the worst parts. But the worst parts aren't what Biden gets mad at. Biden gets mad at the guy saying, your son worked for an oil company that he wasn't qualified for. It's not even one of the claims that they deny. Like, he absolutely worked for Burisma. He absolutely got paid something like $83,000 a month for his work there. He absolutely was not qualified in the slightest for it. Now, once you know all that, it's pretty easy to, you know, make the supposition that, okay, he's probably being paid for his access to his father, the vice president, which we know to be true. Like, but even without the evidence, it's pretty obvious why this took place. But now we have the evidence showing exactly how it happened and who was involved and where the money went and who paid it and why they paid it. Like, we have it all. We have the audio evidence of it. We're going to have to sit through another witness testimony thing from the Congress. Great. Devin Archer later. But, you know, they also might be uh, indicting President Trump for something today. All right. So just endless proof of the Biden's corruption. But Trump's the one being indicted. We're going to show this video here. You've probably seen it, but it's worth it to go back and revisit it because we now have all of the evidence to show that this guy was absolutely right. And this is, this is what it looks like when you accuse a criminal of being a criminal. Okay, This is not how an innocent person reacts to accusations. This is how a guilty person reacts to accusations. And you can see Joe Biden just cursing and spitting at this regular guy who is telling the truth. Let's go now to clip number 13. But you, on the other hand, sent your son over there to get a job and work for a gas company that he had no experience with gas or nothing in order to get access for the, for the president. So you're, you're selling access to the president just like he was. So you you're a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. No one has proved that. I see no. it on the TV. You see it on the TV. No, I know you do. And by the way, that's why I, I'm not sedentary. I don't. I get up and and let him go. Let him go. Look, the reason I'm running is because I've been around a long time and I know more than most people know. And I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on, let's do push-ups together here, man. Let's do, let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Let's take an IQ test. Okay? Number one. Number two. Number two. No one has said my son has done anything wrong and I did not on any occasion. And no one has ever said it. Again, it's just... It's just wild, man. It's actually just kind of depressing to me because, like, you know, his response is one thing. But it's the crowd cheering him. That's what really pisses me off. It's not 
so much the corruption of the Bidens. It's the fact that the mainstream media and all of the Democrats, all of their politicians, all of their spokespeople back him up with everything they've got. It's just like this shouldn't be possible. This actually should be an impossibility in America. There should be, you would think there would be enough just decent, honorable people. You just need a few. Like, are there not like five good people in all of Washington, D.C., in all of New York City, in all of the media outlets to just go, this is, this guy's corrupt. This guy's corrupt. And he's, he's, you know, the evidence of his corruption, the evidence of his incapacity for leadership is everywhere and nobody can talk about it nobody can bring it up it's pathetic honestly it's been three years since we had it we got it back in stock the amazing 30 parts per million highest quality colloidal silver and all the great things and all the great uses back in stock limited supply infowarstore.com 30 percent off and it's a very limited supply but we Habit back, InfoWarsStore.com, Silver Bullet, Colloidal Silver. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet, Colloidal Silver has returned. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high quality processes to ensure for a truly unique product that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. It is amazing. It's got thousands of reviews, five star reviews. InfoWarsStore.com. Silver Bullet returns to InfoWarsStore.com. And while you're there, get some super female vitality, some Turbo Force, some Brain Force, and some Brain Force Ultra. Our world is so full of hype. We are force fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. All my friends, we, got a lot, we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. We'll look back a little bit into the history of Ukraine. As there's recently been a massive scientific study of the Maidan massacre. That's pretty stunning revelations. We also have stories about the invasion of the southern border. DOJ is suing Texas over its attempts to have a floating barrier. 
is also incredibly insane. It really is something else. And we have just new interesting wrinkles to the climate change scam narrative. We'll get into that. Let's just finish out this hour talking about old Joe Biden. I think it it sort of all is encapsulated in Joe Biden, right? The fact that he's an 80-something-year-old guy. You know, typically the way civilizations are supposed to work is that the young people get a chance to take the reins at some point that the older people it's not supposed to be your goal to just cling on to power until you die it's not like a healthy thing to do nancy pelosi joe biden even trump uh you know ruth bader ginsburg diane feinstein like there's all these people that are just clinging just clutching to power just jealously guarding their position out of sheer greed like ideally the way civilization is supposed to work is like by the time one generation is in their like mid 40s then they've worked their way up to a position of influence and power and the people who are in their 60s or 70s gracefully retire you know knowing and, and being comfortable in the fact that they passed on their wisdom and passed on their skills to the next generation and now they can retire in comfort and allow the younger people to take the reins to make the changes they see fit to comport with their generation but see that didn't happen in the last few decades something happened probably around the baby boomer generation people born in the 50s and 60s grew up in a world that was divorced from tradition that was divorced from the idea of you know the nation as an extended family and and passing on your wealth and and accumulated greatness to the people to come after you knowing that they're an extension of you and you know allowing this process to take place instead we got indoctrinated into this like everyone out for themselves mentality of course the symptom you see now is you know, again, boomers, sorry, boomers, it's your fault, but you're also victims of propaganda. But these people who grew up in the 50, in the uh, 60s and 70s, you know, the American graffiti style life where they're driving around in their Corvette and, you know, picking up the, the whatever bellhops or whatever, the, you know, Girls in roller skates bringing you out your milkshake and it's just like listening to the Beatles and Jimi Hendrix and just having a wonderful life and, and, you know, allowing your country to be taken over by enemies. And then the time your kids are grown, they never had that innocent, you know, joyful life in the first place. They never had wealth or skills passed down. So it's like most... You know, white Christian Americans, sort of out of uh, out of sorts. They weren't passed on the power, but they also were never taught to fight for the power. So now it's like these people who are the heirs of American greatness 
instead of receiving their, you know, just rewards of doing what they're supposed to be doing, have been locked out and kept out of the power structure. And so now the people taking over the power structure are the revolutionary people. People who hate the power structure and want to destroy it from the inside, but are but are compelled to do this and are, you know, aggressively doing this. Like that's the reason you're supposed to pass on powers because if you try to hoard it and keep it, like eventually you're going to die. And if you haven't prepared your sons and daughters to pick it up, then it's going to be some stranger who's going to come in and force your children out of the way and seize it for themselves. And that's exactly what's happened here. Like even the age of Joe Biden is like contributing to this whole milieu of of what we're experiencing as a nation right now. It's these ancient boomers who were were raised in this idyllic world, but then, you know, around the 70s and 80s, everything changed from communities and families to like suburbs and everybody isolated by themselves. And, you know, I'm not going to give a job to my kid. He's got to make it on his own like I did. Meanwhile, every other group, very nepotistic, very, you know, concerned about in-group preference and willing to, to fight for their kids or their grandkids or their cousins or nephews and nieces. For some reason, just the traditional American white Protestant family, the only ones who are just like, you know, boomers going on their third Hawaiian vacation this year while their kids can't even afford a home. And they're just like, yeah, well, you got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. It's like, why don't you help us? What is wrong with you? What is the point of all of the, the work that you've done, all the dedication that you had? And I mean, it, it, it was bad for boomers, it was bad for the silent generation. or it was, it was worse for the boomers than it was for the silent generation too, right? My grandfather worked for Shell Oil Company. He was a chemist. He retired at like 56. Has like a bought like a nice house in Colorado, nice house in Houston. It's on plane that he flew around, like set for life after retiring at 56 for working for a major corporation. He didn't inherit wealth. He didn't, you know, wasn't some lottery winner. That was just the way that the society was structured at the time. Like if you went to school. Meant you qual- you were qualified for a good job. You got a good job. You worked at that corporation who really cared for you and, and treated you nicely, and then let you retire at a reasonable age with a nice retirement package. You got to enjoy your golden years in comfort, relaxation with your extended family. Like that's the way it was supposed to be. It was harder for the boomers, and it's impossible for millennials or the next generations. So you look at Joe Biden, what you're seeing is like American collapse embodied. You're seeing the corruption, the greed, the solipsistic nature of everybody manifest in a single person. And it really is amazing. And then of course, just again, the the open corruption and the fact that nobody is calling out this guy, and it's like, it makes them complicit. It makes them, it's evidence of how despicable these people really are. 
they do not care about corruption. They do not care about lies. They don't care about just open theft, manipulation, gaslighting. They don't care. They really are just evil people. And that's like the depressing thing here is it's like, again, you could at least see a place like the Soviet Union or Nazi Germany where it's like, you can't exactly blame the people on what the government's doing. The government will come and kick your door down and drag you out in the middle of the night if you oppose them. What are you supposed to do? Of course you have to submit to them. They'll kill your whole family. But this is America. We can say whatever the hell we want about the president. There is no threat to our lives unless you happen to show up at a protest and get your head kicked in by a police officer. And then the police officer gets to go on CBS and cry about how hard it was to kill you. So there is that. It's like these people have no excuse. They're just evil people. And it really is pathetic and sad how the vast majority of Americans either don't know this is going on or just going right along with it. I'm going to take your calls on this topic and so much more when we get back for the second hour of American Journal. We'll be joined by Simi Bird in the third hour. He is running for Washington State Governor. Meantime, Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars is like one of the only places that still represents just the classic, traditional American style of society that worked for so long and is now being destroyed right in front of us. Help us preserve the flame at InfoWarsStore.com. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of bee pollen, a gigantic dose of highest-quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now. 40% off at InfoWorkTour.com and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints, your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWorkTour.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products. They empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out Ultimate Bone Broth. At InfoWarsStore.com, 40% off, about to sell out. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're tuned in to the American Journal. With your host, Harrison Smith. Second hour has begun here on American Journal on this Tuesday morning broadcast. We are going to move on from the Bidens here. The latest from Breitbart says, Hunter Biden put Joe Biden on business calls dozens of times. This is the latest from Devin Archer. Devin Archer's testimony proves it. Hunter's a grifter and Joe's a damn liar. That's the, post, uh, that's the uh, story at New York Post. White House sharply changed his tune on Monday, saying that Joe Biden was never in business with his son. For nearly three years, the president had insisted he didn't know anything at all about Hunter's dodgy foreign grift, let alone do business with him. Uh, but now they're saying he never – he doesn't even have a son. Son, what? I don't have a son. I've never had a son. I've never even talked to Hunter Biden. Who is that? What are you talking about? 
No, I'm kidding. That's the way they treat their uh, grandchildren, not their children. Now, will these people ever pay for their crimes? Will justice ever be brought to the blatant criminals now occupying the Oval Office? Hard to say. Don't trust the Republicans as far as I can throw them, but Kevin McCarthy is uh, saying that there's a uh, there's possible. It's possible. It's entirely possible that Joe Biden is impeached at some point, maybe in the future. We'll see. And this is the most we can hope for as Republicans, the possibility that maybe one day something might happen to correct the rampant criminality of the Democrats. Here's Kevin McCarthy saying just that. That they bribed the Bidens, okay? This was given to the FBI. When Bill Barr finally found out about it, he sent it to his office in Philadelphia. They actually said that this was very credible. The FBI kept this from the IRS individuals for them ever to see it. So not only do they claim that they were bribed, we now find information that 16 out of 17 payments from Romania were provided to the Biden shell companies while he was vice president. When President Biden was running for office, he told the American public that he's never talked about business. He said his family has never received a dollar from China, which we now prove is not true. We now have some of the most credible whistleblowers. These 10-year IRS agents who have come forward said that the Biden family has been treated differently, that what Weiss has told us is different than what Garland and Weiss has told the public. And you're sitting here today where now you have found millions of foreign money, just what the 1023 alleges they did to Biden's family. Now we found that it has funneled through shell companies. If you're sitting in our position today, we would know none of this if Republicans had not taken the majority. We've only followed where the information has taken us. But... Hannity, this is rising to the level of impeachment inquiry, which provides Congress the strongest power to get the rest of the knowledge and information needed. Because this president has also used something we have not seen since Richard Nixon, used the weaponization of government to benefit his family and deny Congress the ability to have the oversight. If we are talking about millions of dollars coming from our top geopolitical foes and that the Biden family has been corrupted and and took in all of this money and he was complicit in that, wouldn't that wouldn't that wouldn't that mean that we have a criminal enterprise as president of the United States that had to be on every level compromised by countries that are not particularly fond of us? Well, it's interesting that the Biden family runs, if they say, a company but never had an office and shell companies to be able to pay through. But if they really ran it for foreign countries, why didn't you get money from France, from Germany, from UK? Why does it have to be from China, Romania, um, in these countries that have real challenges and had problems going through? I believe we will follow this all the way to the end, and this is going to rise to an impeachment inquiry the way the Constitution tells us to do this, and we have to get the answers to these questions. In the words of John Dean, a malignant cancer now is surrounding the Biden presidency, and those walls are closing awfully tight. Uh, This is not going the way I'm sure they wanted it to. And then we have on the other side of it the assistance of the DOJ and the FBI. That's Jim
You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the second hour of American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. Support everything we do by going to Infowarsstore.com. It is Patriot Pride Month. Silver Bullet is back. Water filters, air filters, storable food, all the supplements on sale. Plus, you're getting double Patriot points. Now is the time to go to InfoWarsStore.com and support us in our mission to save America from itself. Let's talk about Ukraine, shall we? Let's start off with clip number five here. This is presented as footage of a bombed Ukrainian cathedral. And then there's some very suspicious, particular one suspicious instance in this video. See if you can put your finger on it. Here's clip number five, coverage of a cathedral supposedly bombed by Russian attacks in Ukraine. Let's watch. He was very angry at the uh, attack on the uh, overnight and he's vowed that uh, they will defeat the Russian evil. Collapse, uh, big concrete blocks. Now, what's going on there? What's all that about? Did you see it? Did you happen to notice what was just happening right there? Presenting this as a cathedral having collapsed, and there's giant slabs of stone and concrete littering the ground, like you would expect to see at some sort of collapsed stone structure. But then you see an old lady pick up a piece of concrete like it weighs nothing at all. And then you see a guy walking by with his arm literally full of concrete. Something that would weigh probably hundreds of pounds. And yet they're winging them around like they don't weigh anything. So what's going on there? It reminds me of some of the bloopers from like Lord of the Rings. I'm sure the crew can find it where like you'll see a character accidentally bump into a boulder in the mines of Moria and uh, Boulder like rocks back and forth and is clearly made out of uh, foam. It's made out of foam. So what's going on here? You've got a Ukraine cathedral supposedly collapsed and people are just picking up cinder blocks with their pinky fingers. <laughs> yes. I think there's, there's a couple options we have here. It's time to get those people on the front lines. Exactly. Either these people are some sort of mutant super soldiers from a Marvel comic or that's not really concrete they're picking up. I don't know. It's one of those. I think it's going to be one of those instances. So again, you just, just like, just picking it up like it weighs absolutely nothing. So what's the deal? Is the, is the cathedral made out of styrofoam? Is that what's happened? I guess there's more than, than those options. So either the cathedral itself was built out of styrofoam in the 12th century. Very odd. Uh, the concrete somehow magic concrete. I don't know. Maybe this is some sort of new formulation of, of concrete. I mean, I'm willing to willing to consider anything. Of course, the, the actual answer is it's, it's probably staged. It's probably some sort of staged event. It's probably not real rubble. It's probably styrofoam of some sort. Again, very odd, very very odd. They're saying that this is a cathedral that's collapsed. They're saying that this is a stone, you know, 
built by masonry cathedral and all that stuff on the ground that's all the stone rubble that's fallen because the dastardly russians bombed it and yet you have a little old lady and a skinny dude carrying up what would be hundreds of pounds of concrete and stone as if it weighs absolutely nothing at all Hmm, interesting very suspicious very suspicious indeed like i don't know it's just insulting it's like these the lies that these people say i don't know it's like it's like they think we're little kids it's like they're treating us like little kids this is barbarism shock at russia strike on odessa cathedral i don't know why do you build your cathedrals out of styrofoam i think that was your mistake that was your big, big mistake. I mean, it may have seemed smart at the time. Because <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to build things out of stone and concrete. I mean, that's difficult. Far better to build your ancient cathedrals out of styrofoam. Again, it's just all nonsense. Just total and, and utter, complete nonsense. But let's talk about where all of this got started. Let's talk about the lies and the deception that started this entire Ukrainian madness. All the way back at the Maidan Massacre. This is by a person named Ivan Kach- Kachanovsky, I underscore Kachanovsky on Twitter. He says, my open ar- access article, the Maidan Massacre Trial and Investigation Revelations, Implications for the Ukraine-Russia War and Relations, is now published in a peer-reviewed journal. It can be freely downloaded, posted, and republished in whole or in part. Again, the title is called The Maidan Tri- uh, Massacre Trial and Investigation Revelations. Here's some quotes from this investigation. Quote, the absolute majority of wounded Maidan protesters, nearly 100 prosecution and defense witnesses, synchronized videos and medical and ballistic examinations by government experts show that the Maidan protesters were massacred by snipers located in Maidan controlled buildings. I hope I don't need to go through all of what happened in the in the the Maidan massacre, but essentially you had, you had a Russia friendly president who was ousted from office. There was a coup against him and Victoria Newland and others of the American hegemonic control system put a puppet in his place who was more Western friendly, just an open coup, just like we've performed coups and replaced governments around the world for the last 70 years, everywhere from Iran to Honduras and Guatemala and everywhere else that we can get our hands on. Well, we did it again in Ukraine, so-called color revolution, funded in part by George Soros and his Open Societies Foundation, carried out or orchestrated in part by the American military intelligence and CIA and others. And it all culminated when a bunch of protesters in the Maidan Square in Ukraine, Kiev, were gunned down by mysterious snipers, and they could never figure out who the snipers were, where they came from, who gave them their orders. Were they government snipers? Were they protesting snipers? We can't tell. Well, of course, we've known the entire time. Mainstream media and officials deliberately ignored testimonies by 
wounded Maidan protesters, nearly 100 witnesses, synchronized videos and medical and ballistic examinations by government experts for Maidan massacre trial in Ukraine because they reveal a false flag massacre. Maidan massacre of protesters and police led to the overthrow of Ukrainian government and ultimately to Russian annexation of Crimea, civil war and Russian military interventions in Donbass and Ukraine, Russia and West Russia conflicts, which Russia escalated by illegally invading Ukraine. However, due to the political sensitivity and cover up of these revelations and evidence from Maidan massacre trial and investigation in Ukraine, no one is convicted since 2014 for false flag Maidan massacre, which was the ultimate origin of the Ukraine-Russia war. Is video appendix A, Maidan massacre trial investigation testimonies by 52 wounded Maidan protesters about snipers in Maidan-controlled locations. They testified under oath that they were shot by snipers in Maidan-controlled building and witnessed them. Testimonies by dozens of prosecution witnesses at the Maidan massacre concerning snipers in Maidan-controlled locations. So when they say Maidan-controlled locations, they're saying that this was not – so it, it, this was blamed on the state. It was blamed – it was – the way it was put forward was that the protesters were there protesting peacefully when all of a sudden the government started shooting the protesters, and this eventually led to the downfall of the government. What these people are saying is that the snipers were actually in buildings controlled by the protesters. Protesters, of course, being in some cases paid, in other cases tricked, uh, auxiliaries of the Open Society Foundation and uh, American hegemony. Statement by far-right Svoboda party about taking the hotel Ukraine under its control and guard before the Maidan massacre in Ukraine. It was the main location of the Maidan snipers who massacred Maidan protesters. So again, you know, when you talk about false flags, it doesn't mean the attack didn't happen. It means that American agents agents of American Jewish interest killed the protesters and then blamed it on the government. That's the false flag. InfoWars is a one-of-a-kind operation. And so please go to InfoWars store and just make a donation. And you can make it one time or recurring. You have a little profile there. Cancel any time. Every 15 days, every month, every three months, every six months, up to nine months, you can go in and every month or every week, whenever you want, you program it. You just click it and then you decide when you want to make a donation. So please do that as well. That way we get 95% of it after credit card fees that are making 20, 30, 40% like we do on the products. But these really are amazing products. The big July 4th sale is going on right now. This is such a critical platform in the fight against the New World Order. The enemy's out in the open. We're vindicated. People are listening more than ever. But in this major recession going into depression and with supply chain breakdowns, I know it's hard. I know times are tough. So thank you for your support. But whatever you do, pray for the broadcast and share the articles and the videos. That you can do for free, and that's just as important as keeping us on air. So however God leads you in your heart to support us, please support us now, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. God bless you. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember 
that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, we're going to open up the phone lines for your calls this hour. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. We do still have a lot to talk about here. I want to I want to talk about what's happening with the economy because just like uh you know Joe Biden was not even aware of Hunter Biden's business activities what Hunter Biden has business I didn't know I thought he just smoked crack you're telling me this for the first time right total nonsense like just like the 2020 election wasn't just not stolen or robbed it, it was the most secure and safe and legitimate election of all time anywhere in the world like they can't just lie. They have to actually go above and beyond with their lies. It's really something else. And the latest lie is that Bidenomics, which is a disgusting word, is helping Americans somehow. It's the reason why inflation is not as high as it was last year under Bidenomics. It's the reason why, I don't know, Gas prices are just a little bit higher than they were under Trump. These are amazing things, apparently. It's the reason why unemployment is going down, despite the fact that it's not really. It's just that people are getting second jobs because they can't afford their lives in, with just one source of uh, income. So the reality is that since 2020, since COVID-19, the entire economy – has basically been geared towards gutting the middle class completely. Gutting it. And the reason for that is that under the new globalist neo-feudal system, the middle class is an inconvenient roadblock. You want a massive amount of super poor, desperate people in the very small group of uber-rich that control absolutely everything. You can picture this in a million different ways, but like they tell you, and we've pointed out in the lockstep document all the way back from 2015 that laid out how uh, COVID-19 would come about and how that would transfer a lot of wealth. You know, they say in no uncertain terms that like their desire is to have massive corporations where previously there were small businesses, like a bunch of, bunch of little small businesses, you know, a, t- a small hardware store, like a small town with a little hardware store and a little grocery store and a little bakery and a little you know, shoe repair shop like that. You can't control that. You can't centralize that. You can't take advantage of that. You can't have all these little stores, you know, operating on their own. You, what the globalist goal is to eliminate all of those little stores, have them in a warehouse somewhere, and then use Amazon to d- deliver things with a fleet of automated trucks. It's Destroying the middle class, destroying sovereignty, destroying independence in favor of centralized, mechanized, depersonalized, anti-human, robotic agenda. 
because it's all about control because everything these people do is about control. That's it. So the story from The Insider published yesterday, the $5.5 trillion savings wipeout is raising risks for the U.S. economy. U.S. personal savings have collapsed by $5.5 trillion since April 2020, spelling trouble for the economy. Historically high inflation has been the key reason for the decline in consumers' cash reserves. With the return of the student loan bills, savings and spending levels could worsen. I don't know if I need to explain to you how this works, but they want a world where there are no savings, there is no personal ownership of wealth. Everything is on debt. I mean, what they really want is like the paradigm of the company store where everything like there, there's just no such thing as savings you're constantly in a state of debt you're constantly underwater and just trying to make up like the interest payments on the money that you owe no investing no stockpiling cash so then you can buy a house you they want you to rent your house and rent your car and rent your phone and everything that used to be a purchase will now become a service so you don't even own the entertainment that you watch or at a DVD that you can play forever. You have to constantly be paying into a subscription service. They want subscription service everything, and they want you having to work to just barely make your monthly bills where the water and electricity and your entertainment and your car and your phone are all just debits on a line of credit, the size of which is determined by your social credit score. And that's the ultimate goal, and people having money, especially being able to pass money down and, and you know, have inheritance for their children, that's antithetical to what they want, which is people totally like starting, always starting off from zero and actually starting off from less than zero because in order to get a job, you have to go to college. College is unaffordable, so you have to take out a loan. So, I mean, that's where the student loan system comes in to keep people in a constant state of debt, constantly working to pay off an amount of money that they'll never actually fully pay off, kind of like the George Soros, uh, what do you call it, perpetual bonds. This was his idea to come back from COVID was we'll have perpetual bondage. Not even a, it's not even a joke, like that's literally what he called it. And so whether it's nations or, or people, this is the idea, perpetual bondage, perpetually given loans that you'll never pay off, but you'll always be paying the interest on. So they've eliminated American savings, basically. Basically, they have drained everyone's bank account to the tune of $5.5 trillion in three years. Unspeakable amounts of money. And they're acting like this is a good thing somehow. They say the U.S. economy has done remarkably well this year, defying recession predictions, thanks in part to America's pandemic-era savings that have cushioned consumer spending. But that support is now running low. Americans' personal savings has collapsed by an eye-watering $5.5 trillion since April 2020, thanks to soaring inflation, according to BarChart.com, and that could spell trouble for the economy. Such reserves have now fallen to lower levels than before COVID-19, the financial data provided, uh, provider said in a tweet. The U.S. household savings surged during the pandemic, spurred by government stimulus checks and drop-in personal savings, and a drop in, in in-person spending, rather. Since people were, you know, locked in their homes and didn't go out to spend their money, then they were able to save it. That cash pile has boosted consumer spending 
Ever since COVID restrictions were relaxed, supporting the economy, even as the Federal Reserve raised interest rates steeply last spring, but historically high inflation in the U.S. since mid-2021 has eaten into savings as prices of everything from energy to food surged. Inflation hit a 40-year high of 91% in uh, 9.1% in mid-2022, but has since slowed to 3% as of last month thanks to the Federal Reserve's aggressive rate hikes. U.S. central banks increased benchmark borrowing costs by 500 basis points since early 2022 in order to bring inflation down to its 2% target. But again, this is about the elimination of your ability to save and whether it's digital currency that expires or just rising inflation in order to force you to spend more money on necessities destroying your spending uh, destroying your destroying your savings if you have no savings can't make any big purchases can't make any purchases you don't have any investments you can't be relaxing and retiring on on your spending you certainly don't have anything to pass on to your children because this is a communistic drive towards absolute zero and total equality in nothingness it's been three years since we had it we got it back in stock the amazing 30 parts per million highest quality colloidal silver and all the great things and all the great uses back in stock limited supply infowarstore.com 30 percent off and it's a very limited supply but we have it back Infowarstore.com, Silver Bullet, Colloidal Silver. The Infowars Live Silver Bullet, Colloidal Silver has returned. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high quality processes to ensure for a truly unique product that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. It is amazing. It's got thousands of reviews, five star reviews. Infowarstore.com. Silver Bullet returns to InfoWarsStore.com. And while you're there, get some super female vitality, some Turbo Force, some Brain Force, and some Brain Force Ultra. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Yeah. All right, folks. We'll go to your calls here in just a second. Very quickly, I want to go to this post from Stephen Miller. Yes. Does anybody at NPR read or listen to NPR? Stephen L. Miller at Red Steez on Twitter. He has this... Uh, This headline from NPR says the right wing conspiracy theory about eating bugs is about as racist as you think. For some reason, it took four people to write this article. Says Ho Jinan, Gene Dinby, Jess Kung, Dahlia Mortada all had to contribute to this ridiculous nonsense. So it's 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 conspiracy. First of all, it's conspiracy theory is what they mean, right? It's not real. In other words, it's something made up and, and fake that they want you to eat bugs. It's right wing also, obviously, because if you don't want to eat bugs, that means that you must uh, be a fascist. Uh, and it's also racist. It's as racist as you think. The right wing conspiracy theory about eating bugs is about as racist as you think. So it's not true that they want to eat bugs. And it's racist to talk about the fact that they want you to eat bugs. Meanwhile, 
You can go through NPR's other headlines like, your ancestors probably ate insects, so what's bugging you? And this one, a bug-eating festival. Kids crunch down on the food of the future. Or what about this one? Maybe it's time to swap burgers for bugs, says UN. Again, it's just sort of the perfect symbol of, of where we are now that you have NPR simultaneously writing articles about how you have to eat bugs and how about people telling you to eat bugs is a conspiracy theory and it doesn't actually exist. It's just this is the cognitive dissonance that our opponents live in, and it must be confusing for them. Let's go out to your calls now. Tim in California wants to talk about uh, Hunter Biden and, yeah, a story I didn't even get to today, the uh, $1.3 million art sale revealed. What was revealed about this, Tim? Well, he uh, sold it to a Democratic donor friend who Joe Biden apparently named to a prestigious commission. This would be Elizabeth Hirsch Naftali a Los Angeles real estate investor and philanthropist. Philanthropist. It goes on to explain... Yeah, but it goes on to explain other people and so forth. And one of them caught my eye, too, was that they they couldn't... I mean, some of this is alleged. Uh, Eric Garcetti, here from L.A., he also ended up uh, doing well uh, after he attended the Hollywood sale that had a bunch of things that were sold, and then he ended up getting... uh, I guess he became a senator, didn't he? Garcetti, uh, I thought Garcetti, like isn't he like the mayor of Los Angeles? Or, or, or he was, let me see here. I was just, I'm trying to take it all in because I just, I just got most of this data this morning. I, I read it from the Post, and then I, only after that I found it, it actually, the scoop was from the Business Insider. Yeah. Businessinsider.com, which you just had in your last story. Yeah, uh, Easel Street, but, that's funny, uh, from the New York Post. Uh, yeah, a cushy commission job under Joe Biden after buying million-dollar art from Hunter Biden. I mean, this is the thing. It's like at a certain point, they just know they can get away with it. Here's the story from New York Post. Hunter Biden sold $1.3 million in art, and one buyer was a dim donor friend, Joe, then appointed to a prestigious commission. It's amazing. It really is amazing that, like, they get caught for their grift when it comes to Burisma and, and Ukraine and Romania and China and all these things. And they're like, okay, actually, I'm an artist now. Uh, only you're not allowed to f- find out who it is that's paying tens of thousands of dollars for not even original, but like copies of my art, which under Biden, the way he makes his art is he literally spits paint onto a canvas. He spits paint onto a canvas, calls it art. Using a, using a Coke straw. Using a Coke straw. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And then uh, people pay millions of dollars for it. It's just like, but don't worry, don't worry. They have a defense. She she did not buy her position, the Neftali gal. What she did is she was appointed by Nancy Pelosi. Uh, okay, all right. So Nancy Pelosi's involved. Possible deniability. Up and up. Yep, yep. Yeah, of course. Fifty yeah. years each in in working together, and probably nothing was on. Yeah. You know, anyways. Yeah. Anyways, there's no matter what, you know, Coke straw, both fingers in your face. We're going to get $1.3 million, and we agreed up front that just to make it all good, we won't ever reveal who it is, because that, that's the best way we can handle things is we won't talk about who it was, and that way there won't be any improprieties. 100%. 100%. Just yet another example of the Biden corruption that is just 
ubiquitous, just everywhere and constant. And again, it's not even that the, that the corruption is like unexpected. It's the reaction from the Democrats and the mainstream media that just doesn't care. They just really are flaunting it in your face that they can get away with this stuff because they're in charge, because they're honorless, dishonest scumbags. It really is simple as that. Thank you for the call, Tim. Let's go to Stephen in Florida now. You have a, re- a poetic response to Ukraine, I understand. Go ahead, uh, Stephen. You're on the air. Yeah, hey, good morning, Harrison. Uh, first of all, just brief comment on Jason Aldean's excellent song. Basically, all he's doing is singing out what Alex Jones said years ago in that public speech that you guys have played many times. If you want to fight, you better believe you got one. Yeah, a hundred percent. And uh, and anybody with just anybody who's not a political hack loves the the Jason Aldean song. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're like, I, I haven't played any videos, but there's videos of. Um, of like black guys doing like reaction to it and they've never heard it. And they're just like, you know, just normal dudes do like reaction videos to songs and things like that. And they're just listening to the Aldine song. And they're like, we look after our own. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's awesome. Everybody should look after their own. You know, the lyrics in the Aldine song are just like perfectly in line with just the American spirit, no matter what race, color, creed you are. It's just like, you look after your own, you protect your own, you, you know, don't allow your community to be taken advantage of by criminals. And like the video, this what this one video I was watching, the guy was just like, you know, one guy was like, well, but he's talking about, you know, he's talking about like hurting uh, protesters. And the other guy's like, he says, don't put a gun in a, in a liquor store owner's face. That's not a protest. Like, what are you talking about? He's talking about criminals. And you're the one saying, oh, no, he's means protesters. It's like, OK, obviously, there's a crossed wire there. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's a. It's a good song, and anybody who's not a, a complete liberal wimp understands exactly what he was saying. Uh, okay, but so uh, here's my poetic. Yeah, give, give us your poetic yeah, my, response, sir. Right, to Ukraine. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up and place your bet. Welcome to the NATO casino. Let's now play Russian roulette. The bullets are missiles chambered in the gun. Mark World War Three. The West says, what fun. The trigger is the banksters. The gun is Ukraine. Now aimed at Moscow by would-be cowboys gone insane. While our leaders think nothing of foolishly playing God, treating life as a game with us as the pawns, megalomaniac, maniacal vanity facade. These gamblers roll the dice, sitting back, catching Z's, uh, and biding their time. Gay porn star, child molester actors blatantly persist in their crime. Well, I know how this will end for them. I've read my Bible, you see. Ultimately, their gun will backfire when God sends them to hell eternally. Yes, men may play God, but they're not in control. Tyrants always lose in the end. I'm thankful I'm saved by Jesus Christ, and I hope you are too, my friend. The world has gone crazy, yes, that's for sure. Wicked men think that they shall prevail. But when Jesus returns, Satan is done. Christ alone will reign. He cannot fail. Brilliant. I love it. Very good uh, imagery. It's, it's exactly what it is, playing Russian roulette with World War Three. 
these psychopathic, suicidal mass murderers. It really is horrific. Thank you for that, Stephen. Brilliant stuff. We'll be back with more of your phone calls and more stories on the other side. Remember to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. Silver Bullet, our colloidal silver supplement, is back in stock after years of being gone. Get it before it sells out again. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. We finally have our original best-selling colloidal silver back in stock. With the supply chain breakdowns and all the problems of the economy, we could not get the highest quality colloidal silver for almost three years back in stock. But now we've got it. 30 parts per million from the top lab. We've got a limited shipment. Hopefully we'll have a lot of it in the future. But if you want to experience and have in your medicine cabinet, have in your preparedness arsenal, High-quality colloidal silver from the best manufacturer. We have it right now, private labeled, under the name Silver Bullet at InfoWarsStore.com. Limited supply, 30% off. InfoWarsStore.com, Silver Bullet. Research colloidal silver, find out what a game-changer it is, and then get yours at InfoWarsStore.com. Silver Bullet, back in stock, 30% off. InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Still to come on today's program, we're going to talk about a new dangerous pesticide that the EPA is going to allow American companies to use on grain. Many of the other pesticides that allow it has massive negative consequences for humans who ingest it including lower testosterone and birth defects the epa says yeah who cares let's do it anyway we'll cover that in just a little bit still have some more stuff to cover we'll go ahead and cover this and go out to your phone calls again this is can poor poor ireland ireland for some reason has just received the brunt of globalist madness these days with their replacement migration scheme and also of course the uk being subjected to the 15-minute cities uh, ireland also we covered the story yesterday uh, slaughtering upwards of a, of a million cattle to combat climate change which is the biggest scam in the entire world and now they've added this as well road usage charge to bring new hell for irish motorists Shocking cost of road pricing scheme aimed at forcing motorists out of cars. A punitive road pricing scheme aimed at forcing people out of their cars could see commuters paying 35, 38 euro 
just to drive to work. A single journey from Maynooth to central Dublin would cost 38 euro, while a trip from Cork to Dublin would cost 163 euro. Under a road usage charge being considered by the state's transport infrastructure body, the exchequer is facing a shortfall between 1.5 billion and 3 billion in lost revenue from road tax and fuel duty receipts as drivers switch to electric vehicles. Government-backed Transport Infrastructure Ireland has been tasked with finding ways to address the funding gap in tandem with cutting harmful emissions from transport transport by 50 percent from 2030. One of the measures under consideration would charge motorists for using the natu- national national roads network sources say said that while the work on the project is long-term fundamental and profound changes are on the way so yes they're implementing a road surcharge something like 50 dollars just to travel a couple miles because they want to force you to stop using cars the issue has the potential to start a revolt similar to the one against water charges Project Bruce, which stands for Better Road User Charging Evaluation, was set up under the TII to address the climate climate challenge. Under the fourth option of distance-based pricing, it could could cost as much as €38 to drive from Dublin to Maynooth. Under a price minimization approach, it could cost just $0.70. Every option uh, except the price minimization strategy would cover the cost of maintaining the national road network. In some instances, generate significant revenue for the state. So yeah, in Ireland, they're now implementing a road charge. It will cost you 50 bucks just to drive down the road or 90 bucks or, you know, depending on uh, how far you're going. Essentially, they are charging you exclusionary fees like fees so much that it's impossible to afford to force people to stop using cars because what was the orwell quote governments operate on lies and force and when the lies aren't working force becomes our only option and that's what's happening here just completely insane it's totally insane. How how far? I wonder how far it is. Can the, can the crew look this up? How far is it from Dublin to Maynooth? What is Maynooth? And uh, how far away is it? I'd like to see this. And, and how and how much is uh, thirty nine euro in dollars? Just so we can get a real. I, I want like a dollar per mile breakdown of this. Just so we can give give people the information they need to know. So if we can find just Maynooth, M-A-Y-N-O-O-T-H, it's $43. How many miles is that? What's that say? 53-minute drive. How many miles is that, guys? 30 kilometers? I'm sorry, am I British? What the hell is a kilometer? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Can you give it to me in miles? That's, that's less miles, right? It'd be like 20... 18. Okay. So 18 miles cost you $40 in tax. 18 miles, $40 in tax, a little bit over $2 per mile. They want to charge you to drive your car in London, in, uh, in uh, Ireland. Sure, it's coming here next. I'm sure once they're done, you know, banning uh, dishwashers and uh, gas stoves and wood burning stoves, I'm sure they'll move on to charging you 
$2 a mile to drive your car on the roads that your taxes paid for. A world under globalism. Let's go now out to your phone calls. We have Wilf in Wisconsin. Is that right? Line number three. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Hey, Harry Potter. How are you doing this morning? Very good. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I've been calling in for so long. You know, I've talked to you about the wildfires and the bioengineered, race-specific bioweapon and mm-hmm. all these wild conspiracy theories and stuff. Now, you know, you're a big brain and kind of a more thinker guy. What do you think, in your opinion, uh, and I'm wondering, too, it's going to take for um, the Christian, traditional, Americana, conservative to rise up and take back the country because like currently it seems like it's just every day we're just watching like lady liberty and uncle sam just get raped along with kids and all this other stuff you know that's, i don't want to ramble on no that's the million dollar question man i mean that that's exactly the question that i've been asking that's the the one of the latest videos we put at up. a certain point it's like cuck it cuck you know it's like beta behavior you're just letting it happen yeah. No, it's, I mean, what is it going to take? I, I mean, at a certain point, if they can transition your child and you don't fight back against them, you know, what hope is there? I mean, they're robbing you of your savings. They're perverting your children. They're f- forcing you to replace your dishwasher and your in your gas stove. Your downtown is no longer safe. I know. Your movies and entertainment. Your movies and entertainment are terrible. It's like, again, I mean, my whole thing about this is like I get, you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago when we're talking about sort of esoteric occult things where it's like it's not immediately affecting you, but we're projecting down the line going this is the way climate change is going to be used to, you know, restrict your rights and bankrupt you and force you into servitude. Like it hadn't happened yet, so I can at least have some understanding for people that go, bah, that's never going to happen. But it's happening now, and they're announcing, and they're putting in your face, and they're doing it right in front of you. So there's no excuse anymore for not recognizing what's going on and fighting against it. I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know because we're not in the realm of speculation anymore. We're not in the realm of projection anymore. We are in the globalist system. We have a global government as we speak operating without – permission without approval without the democratic mandate they're just doing this stuff bragging about it and people are suffering the consequences and nobody's doing any and nobody seems to care or even notice so i don't know what it's going to get to to get people to rise up against this yeah um i think it's like i think you know obviously the first thing you know alex jones was a pioneer with that was you know revealing the occult because you can imagine even in ancient times, you know, it was just all buried beneath the radar. But now with especially coronavirus, the occult and Illuminati, competing interest groups, Jesuits, Jews, bankers, um, oil tycoons, energy tycoons, a lot of them. And they're fighting, fighting amongst each other in hybrids like Jones talked about even in 2013. Um, I think we need to escape the mind trap, you know, that people have had a a trap like Plinko laid out for their life and it expends all their energy. So then they're, they're blinded. They have like horse blinders on, you know, and I think the programming starts at such a young age and, you know, generation by generation, these nefarious groups have just gotten better at it. 
Mm. So once people escape that mind trap and free the free their mind and their soul, I think eventually, you know, they'll then have the energy because right now it seems like everyone's just cucked. You know, they're just, yeah. like I said before, letting them, letting their um, life go by and time just be stolen from them and their country be, everything they built and their forefathers built just get stamped on and ruined. And, you know, I, it's going to get to a certain point where I don't think it's even fixable or clean up. It's going to be easier to just start over. Yeah, Which then yeah obviously that's, that's uh, end time. Troubling, troubling, but true. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... It's it's certainly a spiritual uh, conflict, and that's you know why we we actually get spiritual with this stuff because if you don't have any like consideration for what goodness is or what like your purpose on earth is, you just think everything's meaningless and material. Then as long as you're comfortable, nothing else matters, and they are very good at making you comfortable. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now.